Welcome to another episode of Skift India podcast. I'm your host Speedan Doma Bhutia and today joining us is Isha Singh, the co-founder of No Footprints, a company that in its own words curates niche travel experiences for the discerning traveler. Isha, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Likewise, Peden, thank you so much for having me. Isha, could you tell us a bit about your journey and uh, you know what inspired uh, you and Harsh to launch Mumbai by Dawn back in 2014? Did you did you really think that the inbound market in India was ready for a product like the one that you were launching? Mm-hmm. So we were actually both um before we uh, started our journey in tourism uh, with this tour and actually one more tour uh, called the mumbai dream which was a bollywood inspired tour uh, we launched with these two tours and before we did that we were both holding creative marketing jobs i was working uh, in creative marketing uh, at time out india uh, from mumbai and harsh was a copywriter and uh, we were both very passionate about um this generally uh walks uh in heritage walks and heritage tours which um was a little uncommon uh you know uh, as, as an interest that we see uh, uh, among domestic audiences right now and we attended both um uh tours in india and overseas and I think when we attended our walks in India, we were already getting excited about what the potential held because we thought that the conversations in India were very history focused. Like there was a disproportionate amount of focus on history for someone on a holiday, um, and we thought that they were very, very fact-driven, very one-sided in that sense conversations. And when we travelled overseas, um, it's not like we did very like immersive tours. We did regular walking tours but we we thought the storytelling was very very refreshing um and that kind of initially was the start of um us wanting to start something within travel where we wanted to bring um refreshing more personalized storytelling um we wanted to be the funny folks we wanted to look at um storytelling from the lens of almost like stand up comedy and um uh, Mumbai by Dawn was I think definitely like came from the passion for the city I think particularly from my partner Harsh because he's just always been in love with the city he would just take random walks anywhere at any hour um and I think the story of Mumbai by Dawn reflects the story of Mumbai so well which is why we were so keen on launching it because unlike other cities like Delhi and Jaipur where I think living heritage uh, where you know heritage of like in 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 intangible structures like monuments like you know meet your eyes so much and so often uh, mumbai what is so exciting is that there is living heritage like all around us um and on a walk at like 5 am we discovered that wow this is insane like it it, it almost feels like you're the only person who's not waking up at 5 am because this whole idea of about like mumbai is hard 
hardiness mumbai spirit mumbai spirit. i guess yes and i guess uh, mumbai is best uh, experienced uh, you know before the chaos sets in before you know before everything goes back to you know just going from one place to the other i think it's best to sit see, see the city at this point in time wherein Absolutely. everything is very still and calm Absolutely, and I think the 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 actually the 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 abundance of um, this idea about like Mumbai being the trade capital and you know being the host of so to so many communities, you can see through this tour. Uh, you know, right from the the fishing industry, which is you know the profession of the first inhabitants of the city, to the migrant community, um, it's all you know just thriving businesses and how that impacts lives how that kind of like gives you a glimpse into gender at work um, those were those are the kind of wonderful sights that you can see on this tour so much so that i think we've heard from a lot of our guests that you know now that when we eat a fish thali we look at so differently after we've done this mumbai by dawn um, so we were very excited about it um, It's, so, Tisha, uh, uh, can you also explain what exactly does Mumbai by Dawn? I'm sure my uh, listeners would want to know what exactly does a Mumbai by Dawn trip entail. So, the Mumbai by Dawn trip basically entails, like I said, it's basically seeing Mumbai's communities at work at dawn. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. This is the the fishing community as well, right? I mean, you take them there. The, yeah, the migrant community, which is a lot of like street-based businesses, so whether it's the flower market or the vegetable market, so you see all of these communities kind of interact with each other right before your day has even started. Um, so that is a glimpse of uh, Mumbai's several communities that work at 5 a.m. Okay, um, Isha, from boring history lectures to you know storytelling, it's it's truly impressive how No Footprints has evolved. to uh, you know encompass a range of community focused tours you know you've uh, from parsis and east indians and uh, to the involvement of the queer community as well could you also share more about your vision for you know kind of mainstreaming conversations about culture people and communities through these uh, unique tour experiences right i think so mumbai by dawn gave us definitely the impetus to go on um that was definitely the start and when i think it took us a while to take off and then we started receiving i mean today it it it's become uh, a mention alongside places like taj mahal and places like chandni chowk you know so to say on uh, on on an inbound tourist itinerary so you know that 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 feels like a great achievement and that was the impetus we needed to know that okay we can continue to build itineraries where we are enabling people meet other people uh, and i think that's what the part we were most excited about that how can we get community stories out in a way that people get to interact with other people um because by the, by the time mumbai with, with mumbai by dawn success we understood that people like to see other people uh, and i think this was also the time maybe on social media where humans of new york had kind of taken off in a big way so i feel like there was that was the other example that you could see that there were pretty much like rise of uh, pages and publications which were about people stories um, and so we wanted to and this was you know what excited us personally and we wanted to go on about it as allies of um, several movements we also wanted to um, support uh, marginal voices and bring out those uh, stories Uh, uh you know in mainstream tourism 
so with the impetus that we got, we started kind of pushing the narratives for Parsis, East Indians, um, and finally the pure uh, history in Mumbai. Yeah, I feel, I feel, um, you know, I kind of feel that one of the standout aspects for uh, for me for No Footprints is its commitment to highlighting certain neglected conversations. You know, your tour, tours and experiences provide a platform not just for you know not not just for long lost art and culture, uh, but it also gives them a platform to tell their story. You know, uh, otherwise that would have remained in obscurity. Correct. 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 So um, it's in. Yeah, sorry. Please go ahead. It's definitely um, uh, it's definitely something that uh, we're attempting to do. Um, I I I wouldn't know how much of credit we can take about um, helping. Yeah, but uh, it's it's always good to make a start. At least somebody is starting from somewhere, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the hope. Yes, yes. And and it's also fascinating that you know you've hosted some very well known uh, celebrities like Tom Holland, Zendaya, Gigi Hadid, and of course Nigella Lawson as well. So so you know how do how do these exposures uh, tie into the broader narrative of No Footprints and helps you support the uh, communities? Right. So I think the, the the celebrities doing our tours is undeniably uh, uh, great. Uh, PR for us. Uh, I think in some sense we also understand celebrities. Uh, they have very very few hours, um, and we are also um, we're also very very keen on making city 101 conversations very refreshing and very fun. Um, so we understand that the, the celebrity might just have a couple of hours to offer in the city, and our aim is to ensure that they feel like they hung out with you know someone who feels who you know gave them time like a friend they got a few laughs and they really understood the city in the couple of hours that they that they Does could it also give. give them exposure to a certain section of community that they would not have otherwise uh, known about and uh, does it also help to highlight uh, you know some of these communities and the plights that they face absolutely so for instance uh, not not uh, all of them because they don't have that kind of uh, bandwidth when they arrive into the city but for instance Nigella Lawson I'm glad you mentioned her. She took a lot of time to understand, uh, you know, the Koli community. She she uh, she took a work with us to understand the Bori community, and she tried that food. In fact, she called uh, Vada Pao the her favorite dish of 2017. Um, <laughs> and so she was, and she, you know, she uh, understood how the Malvan masala. Yeah, and Nigella Lawson calling Vada Pao something would definitely make headlines, right? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> um, Sanjeev Kapoor recently uh, in Delhi did a whole uh, tour with us to understand the Delhi refugee community. And uh, we do a tour on, uh, 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 on the community uh, through the lens of food and how international communities are kind of reclaiming their identities through food. And he did that mm-hmm. tour. So... There are several celebrities who also have the bandwidth to engage with us on the work that we're very, very passionate about. But uh, we're, we're also very, very happy to have the community, you know, celebrities like say, Gigi Hadid and Zendaya who don't have that kind of time. They are there for something else. They have a couple of hours to hang out in the city. They just want to do the city from, you know, the classic what is Mumbai and what is Mumbai's history, that kind of lens. And, you know, we, we also want to do that 101 piece in a really fun way. Um, and that's that that I think that is where also we understand them really well.
Yeah. Uh, and while on the topic of celebrities, let me talk about the latest celebrity, the biggest celebrity in tourism right now, which is the Indian traveler. You know, uh, while, while uh, pre-COVID, you were mostly catering to the inbound market. You know, how did, how did things change post-COVID as far as your target market was concerned? And how do you now look into the domestic market? So I think we've been lucky to be at the right place at the right time uh, in some sense. We had no options but to uh, diversify uh, into other spaces. Um, one of the things that we did was because of our storytelling, uh, uh, you know, that other uh, folks had witnessed, we offered some kind of training programs to hospitality partners. But the other thing that we did was that we started offering week on week uh, because domestic audience is pretty much week, weekend business. We started offering uh, these immersive workshop led tours on the weekends to the domestic audience. It was also interesting why I say that we were at the right place at the right time because the local audience, because they had no uh, access to travel outside of their city, started, uh, you know, doing a lot of backyard tourism where they wanted to just learn a lot more about their city. And learning interesting things was taking definitely a big, uh, you know, uh, form in COVID. Everybody wanted to learn some kind of workshop. So we kind of fit in this space beautifully about learning about your own city, uh, not just with, uh, of course, our target audience remains anything between, uh, you know, the age groups of 20 to 40. But I also like the fact that we started engaging with schools who, because of, you know, uh, this kind of learning about their own city, they realize that the curriculum needs to have certain kind of integrations where kids learn about the city and that's you know interact with the city on ground to have more respect for it um so it was it was it was in the sense that like the domestic audience was changing their uh, preferences uh, because of covid and we were right there to offer them something Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you can, if you can elaborate a little bit more on how the Indian domestic traveler has changed. I, I asked this because I was at the launch of Marriott's uh, co-branded credit card in Mumbai. Uh, it is the first such hotel co-branded credit card in India. And at the launch, you know, the buzzword that I heard was experiences, you know, mm-hmm. They talked a lot about how Indian travelers are now more keen on experiences than simply ticking off a bucket list. So how has the Indian traveler, according to you, changed, you know, uh, from, uh, you know, being more about immersive experiences? Absolutely. I I fully agree with them. I think this is the change that we saw as well uh, when we launched these experiences we were not sure if the if the domestic traveler would want to take them on uh, but i think there was a growing need for wanting to do something beyond dining options beyond like food and drink um in the city and i think like i said i think covid kind of spearheaded that because you didn't have access to do much uh, so you were looking at like there was this there was this uh, heightened need to find experiences within the city uh, and in, the, in in that sense, we were definitely there to meet that kind of gap. Uh, with the domestic traveler, we always think, see that, like, I think um, highlighting a current conversation with a workshop is something that gives, I think, domestic travelers a sense of purpose. Um, and that's where I think like, it, it, it also uh, matches 
uh, our core philosophy as well. So it's a, it, you know, it, it works out wonderfully. So I'll give you an example. For instance, we recently did a foraging workshop with, uh, you know, key voices um, for... Sorry, uh, what workshop? So we did some for foraging workshop for, okay. Uh, okay. you know, with partnering with key voices um, in the Save the RE Forest movement. Um, we have worked with uh, BNHS in Mumbai um, to understand uh, wildlife conservation, to tackle the conversation of leopard and human interaction. Uh, we we Are, work with works. Sorry, forest was, would be the one in Bombay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Currently, okay. Our, 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 in 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 Mumbai and Delhi, both we were uh, before COVID working on just pop-ups when it came to uh, the local audience but only after covid we started doing regular walks for weekends in mumbai and in delhi we had to do that it's, it's a new city so we're still developing product um. mm -hmm. um, it's it's interesting that you talk about so much uh, you know you talk about conservation you talk about uh, bringing marginalized people uh, into the mainstream society uh, you know, Booking.com in a recent survey had spoken about how LGBTQI travelers and about how travel companies play a crucial role as allies in creating a more inclusive environment and implementing inclusive policies for uh, these travelers. Um, how do how do you see? I mean, like not specifically about no footprints, but how do you see tour companies in India uh, helping to make this change? I think it's 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 definitely I I'm in agreement with that thought and I think like why we've also felt very passionate about travel is because of that being a vehicle for people to interact with each other people to be able to potentially lose their biases uh, and see see things uh, you know in in local contexts uh, and hear it from people directly the stories uh, and I think that like. Uh, Queer history is Indian history. And I think what was happening in India, why we launched this particular tour was because a lot of people were confusing uh, queer tours with queer friendly tours. So what I was, you know, we were finding online was that uh, itineraries in India were saying that you will basically be given by somebody who's not a queer phobic driver or a queer phobic hotel. You will, you know, stay at a, you know, a friendly hotel. You will have not a queer phobic guide, but essentially you were doing the same conversation of whatever like Humayun Mustum, Kutub Minar, etc, etc. Um, we needed people to understand queer narratives and so whether that is in, in Delhi or in Mumbai, uh, you know, where we want people to understand queer history uh, and queer subculture. So in Mumbai, we uh, partnered with, uh, you know, this uh, queer act activist and playwright, his name is Estefan. Um, and uh, only queer tour leaders lead this work because a lot of this work is personal and, you know, it's about like their journey, it's about coming out uh, and them using tools like fashion to subvert other interactions of their queer identity like caste and class, etc. Um, so it's a tour in that sense. It's almost like an oral history each time and it kind of evolves. It's, about, it's also about involving these people, right? I mean, like they are queer leaders who uh, lead the tour Absolutely. right it's, Absolutely. so basically what you're saying is that before when you said a queer friendly uh, tour it would have been a driver who was not biased against uh, certain communities certain people 
and hotels right. that were not biased against. So, but it was basically right. the tour was the usual, you know, the Humayu Kutub Minar uh, tour, uh, Humayu Tomb Kutub Minar tours that were that were being done. Correct, correct. Or gateway uh, of you know, and basically the colonial history of Mumbai, that kind of tour. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and to us, I think in the in the ways that we were working, we wanted to bring the queer narrative out of the history, you know, of okay. um, that history, which we felt was like under wraps when it came to when it came to tourism. Um, and so it was uh, exciting because queer folks not only do they lead the tours, but they do also very, very interesting workshops. We do a workshop on drag by a drag artist. There is a very, very uh, lovely art workshop that we do around the concept of coming out. Uh, what is the whole idea of normal? Uh, so it's actually a wonderful tour for anyone who is, uh, you know, generally an enthusiast uh, and interested in understanding these narratives uh, well. But yeah, I think the idea was to uh, bring out that Indian history is queer history and that's not being talked about. All we're saying is that currently that we're just not going to discriminate against you if you're a queer tourist. Uh, and we felt that that was, you know, there was a, there was a need to do uh, a tour focused on queer history and not just assure people that, okay, you're not going to get basically uh, someone who's going to judge you. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Correct. Thank you so much, Isha. It's been a really insightful conversation. You know, your dedication in bringing uh, lesser known stories to the forefront and empowering communities is truly commendable. Thank you for joining us today and sharing the journey of No Footprints. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to this episode of the Skift India podcast. We hope our conversation today has inspired you to explore the rich tapestry of culture, people and communities that often go unnoticed. Remember to subscribe to the Skift India podcast on your favorite listening app for more insightful discussions about India's journey on the global stage. Thank you and have a great day and a week ahead. Thank you, Isha. Thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you. This has been the Skift India Travel Podcast. Thank you for listening.